It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Today is Veterans Day, and after the Parayton College Basketball Armed Forces Classic on ESPN and the app, that game between Michigan and Gonzaga on the flight deck of the USS Abraham Lincoln in San Diego Harbor. That's going to be great. After that, we're going to have Carl Anthony Towns and the Timberwolves taking on Ja and the Grizz. Coverage tips off at 9 Eastern, 8 Central with NBA Countdown. And welcome back to Get Up. We're coming to you live from the seaport. We're brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. We got everybody ready to go. So, Cindy, let's get to it and say good morning because it is time to get up with Aaron Rodgers. Are he and the Packers facing a last roundup this Sunday in Dallas? We'll talk about that. Plus, Tom Brady climbed a mountain in beating the champs last week. Can he make it two in a row in the shadow of the Alps this weekend? And look, the Eagles are the tops in the NFC East, but one NFL legend doubts it'll stay that way. You'll hear why as we talk about that and a lot more on Get Up this morning. But let us start with a look ahead to Week 10. A lot of big matchups in our quarterback spotlight. Ninko, I'll start with you. What do you expect to see from Brady in Germany this weekend? I don't think so. I think Seattle's playing really, really well right now. That's okay. We'll get back to you in a second because we got to talk about Josh Allen. Canty, what's the impact of this injury? Seems like it's huge. Well, yeah, Allen's elbow ain't working, so I don't know if the pass game for the Bills is going to be working either. And a lot of how Buffalo wins football games is predicated on them playing the game on their terms, lighting up the scoreboard, making opposing teams one-dimensional. That Bills defense can't stop the run. They're going up against a top-ten rusher in Dalvin Cook. Good luck with Case Keenum being the head of that offensive snake. I don't know right. if it's going to work out. Nico had his mic drop moment. We'll come back to you in a second, my friend. Acho, will Aaron Rodgers pull off the upset and shock the Cowboys? No, he won't. And part of the reason why is we heard what Michael Parsons said. He gave the example about a roach. We see a roach, you want to step on it, don't uh-huh. let it live. He wants to attack, and he wants to attack right now. The Cowboys defense is number three in all of football, but they're number four against the pass. If Aaron Rodgers does want to air it out, the Cowboys can rush the quarterback and also defend the pass. Okay. Oh, my mic drop over would be a lot cooler than that. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that cool. It wasn't that cool. No, not at all. It's not working. I guess it's not working. That's all right. We'll just cut you off for now and go to Brooke. <laughs> Brooke, is there – look, I love the comment of – so you're saying there's a chance. Aaron Rodgers taking on the Cowboys. This is a game they need to win in order to have a chance to have anything to do with the playoffs. Can they do it? No. Oh. I, like, I, so, sorry. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to give them like an emphatic no, but no, because mm-hmm. here's the thing: like, for them to win, they need to change everything that they've been doing, and they haven't done that to this point. I said before they played the Bills, if they can just run the ball, maybe they have a chance. They did that. They still didn't beat the Bills. I look at the Cowboys' defense, and they are so much better than the Bills' defense. And the Bills' Ooh. defense is, is nothing to, to to turn your nose at. I mean, they're good too. I, I just. I don't think that Aaron Rodgers is going to get it done because he hasn't proven to be the Superman that he has been in previous seasons. This is not MVP Aaron Rodgers. This is throw red zone interceptions multiple in a game, Aaron Rodgers. I'm not buying it. Okay, so he's not the Superman he needs to be, at least at this moment, says Brooke Placanti. How Mm. can Rodgers win this game if there is a way and upset the Cowboys? They're going to have to check the oil of that Dallas Cowboys run game. 
on defense. They're going to have to run at the heart of the Dallas Cowboys defense. We know how athletic they are. We know how fast they are. But can they bow their necks? Can they stop the run? Eight ball says doubtful. That's why they traded for Jonathan Hankins before the deadline. They needed somebody to beef up that interior defense because the guys that they had in there couldn't do the job. And the case in point is that Philadelphia Eagles game. Go back and look at the first drive in the fourth quarter. That Eagles offense marched 13 plays, 75 yards, ate up seven minutes a clock, and they only had three passes for 30 yards. It was Lee G, it was Belly, it was Dive. That was the story for the game. And if the Dallas Cowboys defense <laughs> – and it's hard to concentrate with Nico doing what he's doing. But if the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys defense I got the can't now. do a better job at being able to stop the run, that would allow the Green Bay Packers to make this a fourth-quarter game, and then we'll see what happens. Okay. Nico, ain't nobody so, letting you listen, okay. what's I, I, always, I always wanted to have the mic, and now I got a real mic in my you hand. Spit you rhymes now? Me, me and my uh, wife are in an argument. She's, we have somebody has to hold something. When you're, so it's your time to speak. It's my time to speak now. I have the microphone. <laughs> Go for it, brother. Yeah, that's all. That because then sometimes you know you step on each other. You step on each other. Just couple therapy get, right so, now. So, no, no, no. I have the mic now, so I'm talking. So then you want to talk? Then I give it to you. So anyway, He's the captain. So be my football. guest. Back to football. Aaron Rodgers, the Packers. They're done. I said that four weeks ago. Yes. Now I'm saying it on a mic, and it sounds even cooler. And I feel empowered right now. So listen. Preaching. When the Jets went into Lambeau and beat the Packers, everyone thought I was nuts by taking the Jets. And guess what? They haven't won since. Mm. They haven't won since. So the Packers, we talked about the issues at receiver. We talked about, you know, were the receiving core, was it too young? The, the loss of Adams, can they overcome that? No, they weren't able to. And they also have a young receiving core that hasn't even hit a rookie wall yet. And if you remember the rookie wall, it's a real deal thing. Yeah. So now they have issues at the offensive line. They have issues on defense. They have issues with the coaching saying, oh, uh, we're going to stick to the same offense that we've been running. And then uh, Aaron Rodgers saying, well, maybe we should simplify it a little bit. Huh. So those are issues that it's not just one thing to fix. They got a lot of things to fix. So, look, if, if this down. game doesn't – there you go. <laughs> now you can drop you it. You don't say Mike down when you <laughs> drop the mic. Why do you say it. Mike All right. down? <laughs> We're moving on from you. Say knockout before you punch just, somebody. Just drop it. That's a Mike down moment. He was afraid of breaking it. Sam, the other side of this, though, is if, if we look at this, if they lose this game – and let's put up the pick bars, by the way, because I know all you're picking the Cowboys, except – yeah, all you yeah. picking the Cowboys. Sam, if they lose this game, they're technically out of it. So, Sam, at what point do they decide to possibly bench Aaron Rodgers? You don't. Really? You don't. Because don't they have to see what they have in Jordan Love, try to figure out what the future's looking like? You, you got us into this mess, you're going to get us out of it. You're the mm. two-time MVP. You're the, you're the one who's going to be in the huddle inspiring greatness. Like, that's who you are. So do it again. And then show up the world. Show everybody why you are Aaron Rodgers. Don't bench him. Don't let – you're not, you are the get-out-of-jail-free card, Aaron. You're the, we paid you $150 million, $50 million every single year. So help us get out of this mess. We're blaming our receivers, blaming our offensive line, blaming our defense, blaming our coaches. Sooner or later, it ain't nobody else to blame but you. So don't bench them. Show us who you are. Devontae Adams ain't there because you didn't, you didn't know what your future was going to be like. He wanted a future. Show us who you are. Prove to the world that you are one of the goats. I, I was. Let me let Brooke jump in really quick. Oh, yeah. He has shown us who he is. He's the guy that is blaming everybody else. What part of what he's saying is inspiring greatness? Like none of it is at this point. And so I think it, maybe maybe you don't want to bench him until there's mathematically no chance that they come back. But at this point, I mean. I, to borrow the Black Eyed Peas phrase, where's the love? Like, put Jordan Love in there. See what you have. 
because maybe you trade Jordan Love. Maybe he's the guy of the future. It is not your time. I was yeah, going to give you the mic if you want to start. You <laughs> like my bees. No, you're the karaoke you guy. Start Someone <laughs> take the mic away from this. No, this is cool. I like this. Good thing you. Sorry, I broke your no. train of thought. No, 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 no. You're fine. Yeah, I thought that you were going to karaoke. No, no man should have all that power. <laughs> and I'm not talking about Nico with the mic. I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers because they ceded control of the organization to Aaron Rodgers, and that is a part of the problem because now he's usurped the authority of the head coach and the general manager. I don't know how you get those things fixed. You're talking about him playing them out of this? Houseway. Houseway. It ain't going to happen. You see their schedule? They got the Mm -hmm. Cowboys. They got the Titans. They got the Eagles. They're going to be 4-9 and at best going into their bye week. I think that is the spot where you look at playing Jordan Love the final four games because you got to figure out what you got and you got to figure out the future at the quarterback position because Aaron Rodgers ain't it. Great point. All right, we'll see how this ends up going. Move that mic over here a little bit more. All right, so let's move on to another quarterback, and this is maybe the biggest news right now in the NFL when you really think about it. Buffalo, Bills quarterback Josh Allen did not participate in practice Thursday for the second straight day as he deals with an injury to his right elbow. So, his teammate, Von Miller, talked about the injury. Take a listen to this. If Josh is banged up, if Josh can't go, what type of pressure will that put on you and the rest of the team, knowing that he's such a huge catalyst for why this team has huge Super Bowl aspirations? Yeah, you know, if he, if he can't go, there's, you know, there's just one week. If he can't go next week, it's just... That's just two weeks, you know. Um, you know, he'd be back. It's not one of those situations where he'd be out, you know, for a season. By the way, that's from the Pivot Podcast with our man Ryan Clark. But, guys, I want to get your reaction to this. I mean, this is – he's basically he's downplaying it, saying, hey, look, if he's not there, whatever, we'll work it out. We're fine. My mic? Oh, all right, my yeah, mic. you got back. it. <laughs> no, but listen, that's, that's the attitude that you have to have as a yeah. football player. Every single week you go into the week understanding – we might lose one person here. We might lose somebody. And you don't know where it's going to happen. It could be your quarterback. could be in your secondary. It could be a pass rusher. So it, it's, it's ingrained in us as football players every single week. Oh, this guy's out. Okay, we're going to come together. We're going to move forward. We're going to put our, our best effort into the week of preparation. And we're going to go out here and win football games. So however long Allen is out for this team, I'm sure that they have the utmost confidence in their leadership and their ability to win football games, especially at home. So, again, I think that that is kind of the the mentality of a football player. When somebody goes down, next guy goes into that spot, everyone else rallies together, and you go out there, you play football. Yeah, but uh, you look at this situation. I mean, this division is as tight as it gets. Every game matters, Brooke. And as I look at this, I wonder if the Bills' championship aspirations basically hang in the balance on whether or not he plays – not just a couple of games, misses a couple of games. This game, the next game, it's hard to downplay that. Yeah, because it's the championship aspirations for not only like 2022, but also maybe the next five, 10 years. Because you don't, what you don't want to do is mismanage this injury, put him out here when he's not ready to go, when he could risk injuring himself further. And then we're not talking about like, oh, are they going to be a wild card team or are they going to have home field uh, advantage? We're talking about, are they going to completely miss the playoffs? How much does this put them behind the eight ball for the 2023 season? I think you have to be so careful. You're obviously not writing off your Super Bowl chances right now, but you still, I think, have to just, you have to protect him from himself. You have to make sure that, that you're playing the long game here, as tempting as it is to play the short game. And I'm, I'm going to jump in just real quick, real quick on that. 
IR or something where the guy is gone mm-hmm. is something different than one to two weeks. Yes. Because you yeah. can manage one to two weeks, okay, we'll be good. We know he'll be back. Now, if this was a significant injury and he was gone for the year, I think that that would be a different – be Von Miller be maybe saying a different tune. Mm-hmm. So, I, I can think back to training camp. Tom Brady had – somebody stepped on his foot. Everybody was, like, holding their breath. Like, <gasps> Are you okay? Because the whole fate of the team rided, it was riding on him being healthy. So I think Buffalo will be okay. They manage this well, and he gets through it. They'll be all right. Okay. So, Sam, are you aggressive or cautious with him? Especially, and put it in this mindset, if Josh Allen is saying to you, look, yeah, it's not perfect, but I'm good. I'm good. Let's no, go out and win I, this game. I'm not listening good. to that. No, no, no. I'm listening to Von Miller. The reason Von Miller came to that team is for situations not necessarily like this, but he can speak in that kind of confidence because he's a Super Bowl MVP, a two-time Super Bowl champ, one of the best outside linebackers, edge rushers that the game has ever seen. So he's like, yeah, if he's out for a couple weeks, we're good because I'm here. If it was somebody else saying that, I wouldn't believe it as much. Now, the bigger issue is you need Josh Allen if you want to win a Super Bowl. And so that's why right now you need Josh Allen to take his time and get healthy so that you can win a Super Bowl this year. I'm not talking about next year or five years or ten years. I think that's irrelevant right now. I think what's more relevant is what, what's more relevant is this season, not this game, but this season, getting Josh Allen back when it really matters, which is December football, January playoff, Super Bowl. Okay, let's get to your game picks real quick and put those up. And, Canty, I'll give you the final word on this because part of me says, and I, Sam, I see you got Buffalo. Everybody else got Minnesota. <laughs> part of me on this is I know we're talking about long term. I know yeah. we're talking about all of that. But we are not guaranteed a good year if you're any team in this league. I mean, you just don't know what's going to happen next Fair year. Point, it's yeah. like you got to put your chips on the table when you can. This team is hot right now. Don't you just say if he's good, let him play. Yeah, it's hard winning Super Bowls, and you need Josh Allen out there because he covers up all of the deficiencies that you have on this team. The Bills can't stop the run on defense. Last two weeks, they've given up 382 yards on the ground, and they can't run the ball outside of Josh Allen consistently. Think about this. Josh Allen has 31 first downs running the ball. The two other top rushers on the Buffalo Bills combined have 22. So that's a problem, but Josh Allen is the deodorant that you spray over it to make everything better. If he has to, win, if he has to miss multiple games due to the injury, then you can kiss winning the AFC East goodbye. It's going to be one of those other two teams that are chasing you. The Bills are 0 for in the division. Those other two teams, the Jets and the Dolphins, are 2-1 and, and have head-to-head wins over them. Never heard that about Josh Allen. He is the ultimate deodorant. <laughs> he smells so good. Spray Coming on. up, the what NFL legend isn't sold on the Eagles despite their great start. I think he smells good. I don't know. Who said it and what he said, and is he right? That's coming up next. And Tom Brady, a couple weeks late for Oktoberfest in Germany. Why he's looking to make November a month to remember for the Bucks. All right, here it goes. Can I do this? <laughs> <laughs> Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Unleash more possibilities with cutting-edge systems, their most advanced features, and great prices. Plus, curate your dream setup with deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to state-of-the-art technology to match your forward-thinking spirit and free shipping on everything. Anniversary savings await you you for a limited time only at dell.com slash deals that's dell.com slash deals 
delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. Back with you on Get Up, and let's get to the NFC East, where the Eagles are 8-0. Jalen Hurts has the second-best odds to win the MVP, and yet legendary Cowboys coach Jimmy Johnson sees a clear path for his old team to make a Super Bowl run. Listen to this. I think this is the best Cowboys team that I've seen. I'm still not 100% sold on Philadelphia. They've jumped on a bunch of teams early and gotten a lead, but those teams have usually come back in the second half. So I, I think seeing that offense for the second time will help Dallas, and especially being at home. You know, the NFC's down. I think the Cowboys have as good a shot, in fact, a better shot than most anybody there, and it'll come down to that Christmas Eve game against the Eagles. All right, so he said a lot there. The best Cowboys team he's seen, I don't know if I can wrap my head around that, mm. but I do think he's bringing up something very interesting, which is this idea of not being sold on the Eagles Sam, what do you think? Why do you think some people are not sold on the Eagles? I think they think about what happened last year. I think they think about how last year, the last seven games, they won six of them a lot of, against a lot of subpar opponents, and they went to the playoffs and got stomped by Tampa Bay 15-31. to 31. I think they think about that. I think they think about this year saying, okay, yeah, the Eagles have looked great, but and the NFC is kind of weak, and also have they faced adversity? Have they, they haven't come from behind in a game in the second half this year. So people want to see them face adversity. People, uh, you have to give people something to believe. Unless you're a Philly fan, or people want to, I want to see you struggle. And what do you do when you struggle? You're a Philly fan, my bad. So what do you do? No, but but the flip side of that is we want to see him struggle. But isn't it a good thing that he's not struggling because he's so dominant and he's doing? But when the playoffs are doing such great, you're going to play better teams. Like that's true. That's it. You can't. But it's almost like we want to see him mess up so we can see him do well, so we can believe on him. You can't help what your schedule is. So (laughs) they're eight and zero. And then they're playing the commander. So everyone's like, oh, well, who have they played? It's what their schedule is. So they're playing their schedule. And as they're going through this schedule, they're undefeated. Now, I understand people want to see some struggle. They want to see some bumps in the road along the way. It's coming. There's going to be something that comes up. And and, in football, you don't know what it's going to be. But there's going to be a team that they're going to face, and something's going to come up. And then we'll see how they adjust to adversity. Well, here's what I'll say about them. I mean, it's not like they didn't come back from being down 14-0 against the Jacksonville Jaguars and their defense was able to force five takeaways. It's not like they played their best ball on Thursday night against the Houston Texans. That was a one-possession game in the third quarter. But guess what? The defense put their foot on the gas. C.J. Gardner-Johnson got an interception. And away we go with Jalen Hurts putting together 12, 14, 16-play drives to close out games. And so when you look at the ingredients that this team has, it's hard not to believe in them. There's a reason why, according to ESPN's FBI index, they're they're favored to win every game with the exception of one, Mm. the Dallas Cowboys. 
That's the only game on the road that they're not favored to win in. This is a really good football team, top to bottom, both sides. They can control the line of scrimmage with their offensive and defensive line, and they got a quarterback that's playing at an MVP level. What's not to like about them? And, oh, by the way, last time I checked, mm-hmm. they did beat the Minnesota Vikings to sleep. That's true. But I will put, I'll take the, the fan hat off and just kind of look at this and, and sort of think of it this way, because this is what we talked about in the morning meeting. Do you trust Jalen Hurts to orchestrate a game-winning drive in the playoffs? Like, is that where we are with this team right now, Brooke? I think you have to. I mean, I know I am, and, and I'll admit it. Like, I was not sold on the Eagles until I went to Philadelphia and I saw the way that they utterly dominated the Steelers. Granted, the Steelers are not the Steelers of old. This is not the most dominant defense in the league. But when I saw it from my own eyes, I was it, I was excited. I saw the explosiveness, the connection that A.J. Brown has with Jalen Hurts. I want to see Jalen Hurts in a game-winning drive situation because I think he's going to thrive because he's done nothing this season that tells me that he can't. And to the point that they haven't overcome adversity, what Canty said here about the Thursday night game, I know that we all try to forget it as soon as we watch it, but <laughs> that first half, that was adversity, and yeah. they overcame that. Weird things happen on Thursday nights. It didn't happen to the Eagles because of the defense and because of Jalen Hurts. So I'm, I'm riding with Jalen Hurts. I'm okay being swept up in this moment. And I wasn't sold on him going into the season, nope. but I'm a believer because I've been watching him and I was in Philadelphia. I saw how good he is. Yeah, neither was I. And I'm seeing this and I have eaten every word I have ever said about him because I can tell you lots of people in Philly thought this guy is not going to make it through the season. And now he's looking like an MVP. So on the flip side of that, Ninko, there are these Cowboys, which I think are a very good team. Best I've ever had seen, like Jimmy Johnson. I don't know about Maybe that. He's got a business but, in Dallas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but, but here's a question great. I have. Here's a question I have. Do they have a legit shot to knock off the Eagles? Uh, yeah, they do. I mean, look, look. you're in the NFL. You you're, have a talented football team. Mm-hmm. You have a good running game. You have a great quarterback. And you have an elite defense with a pass rusher that could change the game in any moment. And we know what pass rushers can do. It only takes a strip sack. You're a strip sack away from changing a game. So if you're facing Dallas at any point, their defense could take over. And they could establish a running game. And guess what? Dak could get hot. So if you're playing the Cowboys, you better, you better play your best game. Yeah. So, Sam, paint the scenario for me where, for you, you see the Eagles saying, yeah, I'm a believer. This team is going to go all the way. I'm a believer. I'm not taking the Jimmy Johnson. I don't believe in this team 100%. Well, I'll I'll give two examples. Okay. And it might sound a little bit contradictory, but one example that caused me to believe more was that game against the Cowboys. And it it was what happened in the fourth quarter. So they went from this pass and attack and all these things to, no, we need to run a four-minute offense and control the game. And it seemed Mm. as if a a switch flipped, and the Cowboys could not stop the Eagles' running attack. Last year, end of the season, the Eagles turned on their winning by running the ball. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I started to believe. But what I'm really going to start to believe is what happens in the first round of the playoffs, because that still is etched in my mind from last year. You faced a real team, and you got bounced. That's what I really want to see. It's not like I don't think they can do it. I think they will do it, but I still want to see it before I believe it. That's a great point. All right, so when we come back, more we, most weeks Tom Brady is the most important player on the field. Hear why he can't be this week for the Bucks to win. But first, a little sneaky hembo time. This one is for Mr. Chris Canty, the birthday boy. So I, I think Hembo's giving him a layup because it's his birthday. What was the last NFL team to win its division with a losing record? Look at that smile on his face. I think he's got it. Hey, it's Kaylee.
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Back with a little sneaky hembo time. Okay, what was the last team to win its division with a losing record? This is not so sneaky hembo because yeah. I feel like I got this one dead to rights. I'm going to go with the artist formerly known as the Washington football team. Mm-hmm. The Washington Commanders back in 2020 of Taylor Heineke fame. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, that was the first team that the Bucks went through on the playoff run to win the Super Bowl. And if I'm not mistaken, you are correct. Yeah. yeah. Look at about that. Time, about time, Himbo, give me a few soft toss, man. Some <laughs> lovely pops, man. Give everybody else the easy questions. I mean, he played about in the NFC You're giving him NFC question? Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. But still, that's yeah. a good one. I, I was a little nervous. Not as nervous as the people in the Washington Commanders organization yeah. <laughs> right now. I was a little nervous, but not that nervous. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, you got it. All right, time now for a game of either or. And let's go through it. Who's going to have the bigger impact in their matchup? Acho. Tyreek Hill or Nick Chubb? I'm going with Tyreek Hill on this one, the Cheetah. This offense is explosive. Number one, one of the best offenses in all of college football. Tyreek Hill is one of the best players in all of, I said college football, all the NFL. Okay. Uh, I'm going with Cheetah on this one. Nick Chubb is a dominant force. We saw his video beginning of the season, Batman running the rock. I'm still going with Cheetah on this one. Canty, DeAndre Hopkins for Aaron Donald. I'm going with Aaron Donald, Kyler Murray with a hamstring issue on the fence about playing. So if Kyler Murray can't run away or if Colt McCoy's got to be a quarterback, good luck getting away from number 99. He's still the best defensive lineman in all of football. He's going to be a problem for that Arizona Cardinals offensive line. That's allowed 25 sacks on the season. That's 25th in the National Football League. And then Brooke over to Munich. Geno Smith or Tom Brady? I know I said that Tom Brady has got the sails turned the right way for the wind to catch it to propel the Bucks, but let's face it, Geno Smith is like in a speedboat right now, and he is racing ahead. He has played so much better than Tom Brady, and the weapons around him are playing better. Brady has a lot of empty yards this season. I really think that this is Geno Smith's game to lose. Yeah, who knew Geno Smith would be this good, and Seattle fans are just loving every minute of it, considering where they thought they would be. So let's talk about this game, Brady and the Bucks. Big game for them. Brady looking to have a win streak. Acho, what do you need to see from Brady and the Bucks this week coming off that big win? Well, the great thing about a sailboat is that it can have the wind carry it a little bit. And that's what needs okay. to happen. I like this Tampa metaphor. Bay. Yeah, so, so Tom Brady needs the wind, his defense, to carry him a little bit. This defense can be and has been historically dominant under Todd Bowles. Two out of the last three years, I've had the number one rushing defense. Todd, as when he was a coordinator. 
Todd Bowles is now the head coach. There's been some changes. But I think there were also some changes after that loss against the Ravens when they gave up 231 yards. Not only players-only meetings, but also maybe Todd Bowles is saying, I need to get more involved in the defense. Yes, he's been calling the plays, but more involved in the day-to-day. Because we saw a change when they played the Rams. The Rams were struggling. I know. I feel like I'm qualifying all my statements. You are. I mean, you are. I'm qualifying all my statements. All I'm saying is this. They need the defense to play better. I think the defense will play better against Geno Smith, against the Seattle Seahawks. Tom Brady can do what he did last week. Lead a game-winning drive in the last minute. Clock management, time management, getting the ball to the open receiver. We saw those out routes to Scotty Miller. Just doing what he needs to do to win. But it's not just going to be him. It's going to be everyone else around him stepping up to make him great. Okay, so go ahead. I love Seattle. I love the way they're built right now. I'm, I'm telling you, I like mm. Pete Carroll has a confidence about him right now. You, you couldn't tell that he's the oldest head coach in the NFL. The swag that he brings to this team. Yep. And then Geno Smith. Playing out of his out of this world right now. I mean, I played against Geno Smith. I remember when he was a young player in the NFL. And to watch the progression of where he was at, go somewhere, be the backup, wait, wait his turn, then have an opportunity in Seattle. And they gave him the keys, and he is basically in that speedboat, right? He's got the keys to the speedboat, and he looks terrific. I think Seattle's going to continue to play well, and I think they beat the Buccaneers. Can't he? So let's go put up the game picks really quick. Because Sato, I know you got the Bucks winning this. If we could put those up, Canty, you're taking Seattle. Yeah. You don't think Brady and the Bucks will continue the streak? No, because you got to be able to score points, man. The Seahawks' offense is averaging over 31 points a game the last three games, and over that same span, the Bucks have averaged 13 points a game. That's a problem. It's not good. And on top of that, the Bucks' defense can't stop the run. Like, I, I get you, historically at the tie balls, they've been good against stopping the run, but right now they're not very good. And they're going up against a run game in Seattle that's third in yards per attempt. I, I just don't see how it's going to happen. And it feels like with each passing week, this Seahawks team, especially the guys on the defensive side of the ball, play with more and more confidence. They got an emerging star in Tariq Woolen. You're talking about a defense that's generated multiple turnovers in six of the nine games that they've played. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have had some issues taking care of the football. I, I just don't see how they win this matchup. How the two teams travel will matter, and that usually favors a more veteran-laden team. But I don't know, man. Geno Smith, the way he's playing, the way the way that this thing is going, feels like those guys in that locker room in Seattle believe in themselves. But, Kansi, you've been a part of a, a part of defenses and teams that have struggled, and then if a switch has flipped and they've turned it on. You've, you've experienced that in the NFL. You know that's a real thing. Mm. You also understand that the way Tampa Bay, the way their roster is situated as far as players on defense, you know they don't just lay down. You know that more than anybody. You understand that last week they only gave up 200 yards total against the Rams. You know that the Rams are a struggling team as well. Right. But, but you know it's like – I feel like you're sitting here and saying, well, Seattle's going to go run all over or pass all over Tampa based off how they've been this season, which I get. But also you get that sometimes it takes somebody coming into that locker room, a team leader, a team captain, and saying, we're not going to let Tom Brady go out like this. So we're going to hold our end of the bargain, which we have not been doing. And we're not going to let Seattle come in and do what they've been doing, 31 points against everybody else. We're not everybody else. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my position on this team when I'm talking about Tampa Bay. Okay, you buying it? I, mm, I, I really want to because you're very, you're very, very convincing. But one thing stuck out to me, Canty, when you mentioned how these teams travel. Do you remember that video of the Seahawks? Like, they were jumping around at practice. Like, yeah. they're having a good time. This is a team that is playing loose. They are having so much fun. They've been having fun since week one. I think the Bucks are around really, really tight. Yeah. And for good reason. I mean, you're trying to salvage the end of Tom Brady's career. Maybe salvage is a strong word because he's already written his legacy here. But, like, you're trying to make sure that he doesn't regret retiring. So there's a lot riding on this. And it's not just about playoffs. It's about legacy and all these other things. 
the Seahawks are like, man, we're having fun. Like, we, we won the trade. We've got Geno. We've got Pete Carroll, who almost, by the way, ran me over when I was walking out of the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, he and he's still sprinting like up, but I was like, whoa. Yeah. I mean, smoke came out behind him. So, I like the Seahawks in this one. Quick, but I, I, I mean, Tom and, and the things that he's gone through this year, the, the offensive line struggles. He lost the interior of his offensive line early. I think that's, that's just a big obstacle to overcome, and they're not putting up enough points. Plain and simple. At the end of the day, you got to score points. Yeah. And by the way, you talked about winning the trade. The other side of that trade, Russell Wilson, our next stop, Tennessee, where Wilson and the Broncos look to build on their Week 8 win against the Jacksonville Jaguars across the pond. Now, the Broncos have a 41% chance to pull the upset, according to ESPN Analytics. So that makes it interesting. Brooke, did the Broncos find a winning formula in London? Is this that sort of switch that Acho's talking about, turning it around. It's, it's not, because you know what? No. You, can, you can find a winning formula in London, and it's going to stay in London. The conversion rate, <laughs> you said the conversion the conversion rate, rate is rate. not translating oh, no. over to the U.S. Like, those are the staying in towns. You're not getting any dollars for that. No. Because what happens in London stays in London, especially before a buy. I'm not buying it. We're going back to Russell Wilson being the same Russ that has just made us – it's painful to Why? Watch. Why? That's it, it, just, it just doesn't translate. I, I just – I'm not buying it. Weird things happen in London games. I'm not taking a blip that covers up. Like, Russell Wilson isn't deodorant here. The London game is not deodorant that erases the stink of the earlier season. Yeah. There are too many other problems with this team. I mean, did, the, did Nathaniel, Nathaniel Hackett – learn how to manage the clock better in this in these last two weeks? I mean, are, is the situation situational football better? I'm not buying it. He threw some great passes last week, though. I mean, he was looking like the Russell Wilson of old. I want to put up the game picks really quick so we can see how you guys play this one out. But, but Canty, I look at this and look at that. Nobody is buying this. No. no. You're not no. buying it either, Canty? You're no. not saying it. Look. Did, did y'all see that game on Sunday night with the Titans and the Chiefs? I, I get that the, the, yeah. the Titans lost. Did you see the game, though? True. Pat Mahomes was sacked four times, nine quarterbacks hits and they held him to 20 points in an overtime game that had over eight minutes of clock in OT. I'm just saying, when you put that together, that kind of pressure on Russell Wilson, who here doesn't expect Russell Wilson to make some mistakes in that ball game? Because I sure do. That means short fields, that means extra possessions, and that means your defense having to stop Derrick Henry over and over and over again. And as we've seen over the last four or five games, don't nobody in the NFL want that smoke. Nobody wants to see both of them twos coming nope, down here. I don't want I don't see the Denver Broncos defense being able to slow nope. that down for the entire game for all four quarters. It just ain't going to happen, especially when your offense is going three and out because Russ is cooked. Wow, Russ is cool. Sam, I, I, they don't want to see one of them two. He said both of them. Down. That's Mike a Mike down moment. Mike down. Yes. Yeah, I, I like Tennessee in this one. I like Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, I think it's hard not to like Tennessee. Even the way they lost, they were coming to that game with two losses, right? Five and two. They we wrote them off early. They came back. Derrick Henry, what he, what he ran was against the Texans with 300 yards. Yeah. I mean, it, it's 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 just going to be hard to stop. Now I get it. Averro, defensive coordinator for for Denver is a good D.C., and I think Derrick Henry won't have as crazy of a game, but as a team, I believe that t- Tennessee is better situated to beat Denver. Yeah, yeah. Oof, tough for us. That's right. Not going to happen. Now That's let's right. go to – I got to go to this eye candy. You guys got to check this out. See you later. Eye candy, Falcons-Panthers game last night. Brooke, I want you to jump in on this. Baker Mayfield not under center, but check this out. Oh, wow. Headbutt, uh, dude. Look, I, without a helmet. 
Hey. I've seen Baker Mayfield. During Panthers post-game handshakes. What are your thoughts on this guy? I've seen Baker Mayfield do a lot of things. I covered him in Oklahoma. I saw him run from the cops in Arkansas. I saw him have a very uh, lewd display on the sideline in Kansas. This tops it. Like, this is the most inconceivable, inexplicable thing. Like, you got too much time on your hands. Exactly. Man. And can we show – wait, keep walk, keep running this video. Because look at the guy right there. Like, what, right no, here. Like, he's like, like what no. did you just do? What I'm going to protect you from <laughs> yourself, man. You oh. These guys, last Those are real headbutts. High five. Not, yeah. not the no. I mean, Would it, you do this thing, though? Is it, is it uh, – like, am I the linebacker meathead to say, like, I kind of like that a little bit. <laughs> okay. like, a little headbutt. The only problem is <laughs> – <laughs> listen. He didn't play. I mean, he's not out there. He is excited. He's trying to give some energy. You know, he's trying to get the team going. The little they head already won. I'd, I'd have done a hot he's five. He's not going to play next week I mean, either. he had the like, hat on. Maybe it was a little bit of cushion in the hat. You, you know, guys know. Are He's headbutting himself because he gave up that $19 million in guaranteed money. That's, 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 awesome. <laughs> that's why he's mad he at himself. Stay. He's still making he's money, man. He can get no love. All right. Moving on, Aaron Rodgers has looked more like Clark Kent than Superman this season. Why the Packers need a superhero performance from their quarterback immediately. ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Capital One. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. It's Friday, so let's look ahead to the weekend in our Friday forecast. Canty, what you got? Oh, it's going to be sunny skies with Justin Fields against the Detroit Lions this weekend. Since that Monday night game against the Patriots, Luke Getze, their offensive coordinator, made a commitment to design runs, and it's paid off. Justin Fields over that span has had the number one QBR in the NFL, nine total touchdowns to only one interception. The dude is absolutely balling, and he's going up against the worst defense in the National Football League. Big day for Justin Fields. Acho, you got a Texas tornado. Weather gets weird in Austin. Tornadoes in Texas. Let me tell a lot of alliteration there with the T's. Okay, B. John Robinson, he's a great running back. He's on the screen, but it's not about him. It's about Gary Patterson. He's going to find a way to slow down the TCU number four ranked offense. Why? Kendra Miller, the running back for TCU, will not be able to go off. All right, Ninko. Buffalo Wings kill Bill. Ooh, I'm going Blizzard and Buffalo. The Vikings oh, are Blizzard. coming in. So I, I just think that without Josh Allen, I really think that this could be a setup game. Vikings are playing well. You got Kirk Cousins uh, with the chains on, no shirt on after games, or everyone's having fun. He's swaggy right now. So again, I, I think Vikings get it done, and they continue to, to maybe be a sneaky team. The Vikings, always talking about them. And Brooke, uh, treacherous skies for Rodgers. Uh, it's going to get stormy uh, for Aaron Rodgers against the Cowboys, and that's because Micah Parsons is going to go off. I really think that this is a game that the Dallas defense. 
forces Rodgers into more interceptions, more turnovers than touchdown passes he throws. Micah Parsons said that he that Aaron Rodgers is going to be like that roach that he tries to step on and squish down like his grandma taught him. So I uh, don't think it's going to be good for Aaron Rodgers. I can't believe it. We talk about a two-time defending MVP, and now we're talking about him being squished like a roach. How far the mighty have fallen. But let's talk about Aaron Rodgers here because a lot of you guys aren't picking him to win this game. Hmm. So that makes it extremely tough for the Packers to go anywhere. So, Brooke, when I look at this situation with Aaron Rodgers, at what point do they need to start think about thinking about benching him? I can't believe I'm saying this. Benching Aaron Rodgers and seeing what they have in Jordan Love. I mean, I think that they start thinking about it now. It doesn't mean that you're doing it right now, but I think those wheels have to be turning. You have to be thinking about contingency plans because – not necessarily a contingency plan for this season or or anything Mm -hmm. like that, but I think that it's about figuring out what you have in Jordan Love because Aaron Rodgers has just kept this organization. He's held them captive in the way that he's like, maybe I'm going to retire, maybe I'm not. I don't know what I'm going to do. They give him this big contract. He, I, I think that this organization has to take control back from Aaron Rodgers. Like, they've done what's best for Rodgers for a long time. They have to do what's best for themselves. That's evaluating what they have in Jordan Love, whether it's because Love is the quarterback of the future or whether it's because they could trade him and get a good haul. But I think that that has to, once the Packers are mathematically eliminated, I think it's the Jordan Love show. Aaron Rodgers has all the power. Aaron Rodgers has the contract. Aaron Rodgers might be benching coaches. Aaron Rodgers might come and say, you're, co- you're, you're done. You're benched. You're out of here. Listen, Aaron Rodgers has been there a long time. They rewarded him with a fully guaranteed contract, which means he's going to be there. And you're not going to move him. Where's he going to go? Unless he retires and somebody wants to trade for him. I think he has a $93 million cap hit if he wasn't on the roster. $93 million. A lot of money. It's a lot of money. So he's going to be there. They need to figure out what what they have on this roster moving forward. How can they help Aaron Rodgers? He's going to be there next year. He's not going anywhere. So as far as him sitting down, maybe they explain to him, like, look, we need to get a look at a couple other people here to figure out what we're going to do in some key spots of this team. But I don't see Aaron Rodgers going anywhere as a quarterback of the Packers. Wow. Yeah, this is why you, 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 as a GM or as a president of a team or CEO, you have to put the team first. You can't be an individual. That's yeah. I, even if it's your quarterback, because it might look good for a little bit. You win an MVP, but now for the next five, seven, several years, who knows what the team is going to look like? Aaron Rodgers doesn't look like Aaron Rodgers this year, and so now all of a sudden you got him tied up for another two, maybe three years, and he's not looking good. And then instead of doing what you were supposed to do as an organization, you're listening to him and getting guys that he wants or doing things that he wants to do. There's a certain time and place to consult, but it has to be that consultation, teamwork, working together. You can't have anyone on the team usurp their role and say well no I'm in charge now I make the decisions (laughs) everything runs through me because it might work temporarily but in the long term it will not work and last thing well we've seen Green Bay before Aaron Rodgers they had a really good quarterback Brett Favre they went and drafted Aaron Rodgers they traded the other quarterback so sometimes it may not work for the guy in that driver's seat, but it works for the team. That's how you build sustained success, not by letting one person or one player run the whole team. Yeah, I agree with you 100%, but I don't think it's going to be a fait accompli that he's back next year because even though he's got a $90 million dead cap, if they were to cut him or trade him, you could actually make it a post-June 1 designation and it becomes a $16 million cap hit in 2023, and it actually saves them $15.8 million next year. What I'm looking at right now is their schedule, and I don't know when their next win is coming from. I don't. 
maybe the Chicago Bears four weeks from now on the road. But, guys, you're talking about them being 4-9 and nine going into their bye week at best. I'm not paying a quarterback $50 million a year not to make the playoffs. I'm not doing that. So, at some point, Green Bay has got to make the evaluation of what's in the best interest of our franchise and do I believe Aaron Rodgers can get us turned around after what I've seen from him in his age 39 season. Well, and to your point about the money, and maybe this is why I'm really bad at budgets and money, but I look at that and I'm like, look – I'm taking the money out of it. I'm doing what's best for my organization. If they need to finesse the cap, if they need to find a way so that it doesn't hurt as much, the cap isn't real, guys. Like yeah. we, we also need to remember that, that people are paid a lot of money, not in cap dollars, to figure out how to massage the cap, how to make these cap things hurt Cap is like Bitcoin. Less. Exactly. Yes, it is. That's it's a great concept. Yeah, they can figure it out. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> I, I can't even believe we're talking about the possibility of this, yet that is where we are with this Green Bay team, especially if they lose this weekend. Huge game looming. Now, today is Veterans Day, and after the Periton College Basketball Armed Forces Classic on ESPN in the app, that's between Michigan State and Gonzaga, on the flight deck of the USS Abraham Lincoln, by the way, in San Diego Harbor, after that, we're going to have Carl Anthony Towns and the T-Wolves taking on Ja and the Grizz. Coverage tips off 9 Eastern, 8 Central with NBA Countdown. Admit it. No one had Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers struggling like this at the start of the season. Does Stephen A. think the legends will go on late-season runs? The answer on first take, top of the hour. ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Allstate. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun, now streaming on Hulu. The squad is in the house, but we are not complete. We have saved a seat for our friend, Mr. Saturday, the new head football coach of the Indianapolis Colts. I know one thing that he's going to do. <laughs> you need new security. We normally go to dinner and we go back and forth to who pays. Next time I see you, stakes on you, Saturday. <laughs> Take it away. We're going to do this for you, Jeff. His first name is Paris. That's where he took the defender. What the hell are we talking about? His last name is Johnson, and I won't make a joke about that. That's, 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 that's what I mean. What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> that's the best I could do for you, Jeff. That we miss really you. Really I'm going to lose some weight. I'm going to channel my inner black Jeff Saturday, and we're going to keep pancakes alive, man. Don't lose any weight, though. <laughs> Tuesdays will never be the same for us, but we good wish luck, good Jeff. luck to our buddy Jeff Saturday, the pancakes in his honor today. It's so hard to say goodbye. To Saturday. Oh, 
Okay, it's November 11th, the luckiest day of the year. So we asked all of you to make a wish. Acho. My wish is for Tua Tungabailoa to win an MVP. Oh, my God. They've been, oh, hate, they've been hating on Tua his oh, whole career. The injury, this and that. Can't get the ball downfield. Left hand. Can't get the ball downfield. Get a man an MVP. Number one uh, in PBR. Got two dominant receivers. Let's get that done. Uh, Brooke, your wish? Look, I'm wishing that Lamar Jackson makes his first Super Bowl. He is having such a fun season. He's doing everything for this team. I hope that he gets rewarded with a Super Bowl. I'm crossing my fingers. I'm closing my eyes. I'm wishing every 11-11. Canty, what's your wish? I'm wishing that the Philadelphia Eagles go undefeated in the regular season. Wow. Could be the we best wish yet. Tom Brady in 2007. Wonder. ESPN's FBI has given them a 7% chance of being able to do it. They're favored in every single game the rest of the way, except for that Christmas Eve game on the road against Dallas. Eagles go undefeated. What are they going to say about Jalen Hurst then? Nico? I'm going Tom Brady, farewell, fair, fairy tale, Super Bowl champ, uh. right off into the sunset Let's go, Tom Brady. You can do it. I don't know if you can, but <laughs> it'll be a, it's a wish. It's a wish that Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl in his final season. He retires. He comes back, and they win. Speak of the devil, there he is, Let's warming go. up in Germany, getting ready for the Seahawks. So you want him to win the Super Bowl. Can they win against the Seahawks? No. Oh. <laughs> you need to change your wish. Ultimate vote it's a wish. We all make wishes. They don't come true sometimes. It's, it's, it's oh, light down. That's light. Wow. First take starts now. See ya.